0: myself to make sure that I am <clears throat> I'm a, I'm a producer now okay so I just need to I feel like I need a how I, I feel like something's throwing me off this this is all in the um. this laptops all on the screen hey welcome back everybody we're on episode number 78 of the Bravo Zulu podcast tonight in the studio we are live if you're uh, joining us live you know let us know in the chat that you're here today join us live and uh, today we got a spouse episode featuring disgruntled about it? Camera's not even on me. I'm the one talking. Um, she just really liked her glow that she got going on. This lighting that I got, you know, this thirty dollar light that I got. She was really feeling herself up very every, everybody. <laughs> and uh I'm gonna be feeling her later. What's up, boo? Um, all right, so today's episode understanding your spouse you know so we've been talking i've been talking you ain't been listening because you don't want to hear it i'd be bringing up oh honey we're trying to figure out this duty section stuff and you'd be like that's cute let me know when it's figured out right
1: why talk about it i have no control over it
0: I have little control over it too. It's not
1: well. Why do you? I just don't understand why you bring it up.
0: Oh, and great segue into the title of this episode: <laughs> Understanding Your Spouse. You see what we did there, y'all? It's like we're uh, soulmates or something, right? <laughs> but um, so you know that's that's a it's a difficult thing for military couples, uh, mill to civilian, or as we were talking a little bit earlier, right? Mill to prior mill, mill to mill. Yeah, mill to civilian, mill to mill, and mill to prior civil, prior mill. Thick tongue, what can I say?
1: <laughs> Remix.
0: <laughs> yeah, she really be making fun of me, y'all. I don't <laughs> appreciate it. So, you know, how much I like to communicate everything that's going on. You don't have an understanding of that or don't want to hear it because you understand that none of it's coming true until it's actually true.
1: Well, I find it annoying. Like, why bring it up? Because it's one of those, you get my hopes up, and then only for it to be scrapped and changed. It's, when you've been in the game for so long, it's just like, okay, you're talking about it, but it's not set in stone. And then it's not even set in stone until it's actually, like, the day of. And even the day of, it's still changing, so.
0: You're not wrong.
1: I don't, like, care to hear about it if it's not set in stone.
0: So, on my side, I guess, one is kind of like sharing my day. Oh, we got Chad in the chat. Say, what's up, Chad, in the chat.
1: What up, Chad?
0: So, on my side, I just think of it like, one is, like, partly just sharing my day. Like, this is what happened today, right? And these are the things we're talking about. But. I don't know. I, I like over communicate, right? If I can over communicate and over tell you things, then I look at it as like, i you can't, you can't act surprised when I when I do drop something on you.
1: To me, it's just anno- it's annoying to bring something up that's not even set in stone.
0: So you're just annoyed with me. That's no,
1: I'm not annoyed with you. I'm annoyed with the whole situation. I think because I'm annoyed at the fact that they pulled you to a ship that wasn't part of the plan. It's just like, okay, well what other plan are you going to fuck up? Like, I don't care to hear it until it's set in stone. Right. So it's like, there's really no point in talking about it. Cause I'm already pissed at the situation and you're only, Adding fuel to the fire by saying, oh, I don't know, it might be this way, but then other people were talking about it this way. I don't care. Tell me when it's set in stone and then I'll arrange my life because I don't want to maybe arrange it this way or maybe arrange it that way. And then it's like neither, which always happens. It's like neither.
0: (laughs) (laughs) So I give you two options and it's the third one. Yes. Yeah.
1: That you never brought up. So there's no point. There's really no point in talking about it until it's set in stone just it's one of those like you check on board somewhere and then if if it, if things are going this way then just tell me like here's our this is what our duty section looks like and this is you know how it's going to be from now until I transfer okay great i'll figure it out because the way that things are happening on your side i can't control that on my side i could partly arrange it but there's really no point in talking about all the maybes.
0: My bad. <laughs> I guess that solves that, right? Everyone, yo, my bad. Apparently, uh, I'd be fucking up. I understand what you're saying, right? Like,
1: no, I didn't say you're fucking up. It's just I. That's why I don't. I'm not interested in the maybes. There's really no point to me. There's no point in talking about it. Like, I understand. You're just trying to communicate. I understand what you're trying to do, but also I don't care to hear it. It's just sound. (laughs) It's just noise.
0: I'm just sounding noise. Yo, we are lit today. (laughs) We are lit. We haven't been drinking. Uh, Don't worry. Y'all don't need to call the cops. Okay, I'm safe here, I think. Uh, Check on me in the morning.
1: But like it. I said, I'm just bitter about the whole situation. So Keep talking.
0: I'm going to check this camera.
1: So it just doesn't matter. It doesn't matter to me. Whatever.
0: Yeah, I, I, I get that part, honey. Yeah, um, I know.
1: My response is, like, no matter anything about what's happening in your work life, I'll only care about it if it's affecting you personally. But if it's, like, you know your work schedule or something like that. You know what? Like, our plan already went to shit. Like, what else? What else?
0: So, I mean, that goes perfectly into this this, this uh, episode of, like, trying to understand, right? Do you feel that it's being all that that has happened, right, and it happens to couples all around the Navy, do you feel that it is hard? Or how? how do you feel, like, the difficulty level maybe of, like, because this is what we were talking about earlier, right? Picking up where we were talking about this afternoon of like you you did serve and you have some understanding, but then what you were saying was like you still don't understand like the other 95% of it.
1: Yes. I don't – like half of the stuff that goes on is just like it doesn't make sense to me so then I'll never understand fully why things are done the way they're done. But I also understand, well, that's just how it operates. Like, everything is always unknown. But to me, that's, like, no way of life. That's why it's hard to retain people because the unknown is just not human nature. Like, human nature, people like stability and they like structure. Even though the Navy is, like, one of the biggest organizations, like, career wise for people it's not very structured if you think about it yeah so to not have like a structured life that's like grueling yeah it's like it's hard yeah like when i pick a job as a civilian i'm thinking about well what is what's the structure like is it stable number one or in number two what's my work schedule like do i know what my schedule is like all the time, like when I'm block schedule, so block schedule, if you don't know what it is, it's I work Monday, Tuesday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Wednesday, Thursday. And that's my work schedule, like as long as I choose.
0: Forever. <laughs> so
1: I can make appointments and stuff like because I know what my schedule is. But if if I don't know and I'm constantly checking my calendar like, oh, shit, do I work that day? That is no way of life for me. Like, the quality of life in that job is not worth it to me. So, that is why I don't understand fully, even though I was prior Navy.
0: Because even when you're Navy. Yeah, I hated it. You're still on block.
1: And it's part of the reason why I got out. Because if I'm going to have a family, I can't be in the unknown. Yeah. Especially if I have kids. Like, my kids need structure with their parents. So at least, like, if you're unknown, then at least one parent is structured. Do you know what I mean?
0: Yeah, you caught me with a question with a drink in my hand. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, of course I know, right? We we did it. We we had those conversations as we we're figuring it out. Um, I think it's it's more to like, yeah. You know, well, Chad says. Oh, we got Gary in the chat, too. What's up, Gary? What's up, Chad? Uh, Chad says it's a chaotic structure. Yes. And Gary agrees, zero structure for sure, Which, which is very interesting because we're supposed to be this, like, you know, chain of command, structured organization. This is what we do. If this happens, we do that. But so much of it is not structured. Or doesn't seem structured, or it's the chaotic kind of structure, and and, and knee jerk response, or everything is reactionary instead of being you know proactive and trying to get things. So, from from your understanding of when you're in to when you're now you're out, do you think like how, or how how do you think at all serving helps you try to understand when I'm giving you a plate full of bullshit? Do you think your time served helps at all in trying to understand that? Or does it kind of, like, make it worse than being like, because, I mean, you're, obviously, you were more structured than me. Yeah, right? Your your short four-year career was more structured than mine. Or do you, or you not think so because you gave me the crooked face?
1: No, I don't. I think my work life was just as chaotic as yours because my work schedule wasn't. It was okay at the time because we didn't have kids, yep. so we, if we get called in, it's just like, well, shit, I got to go in. So I'll see you in the morning, or I'll see you later, um, because there has, there were a couple times I got on my days off, I got called into work because they were super short on the on the unit. So I, you can't say no, I can't come in. You're active duty, so. Like if your divo is calling you saying, "Hey, you, we tagged you to come in, because no one else, like this, like all the civilians called out, and really we got all hands on deck for, for tonight. So tag you're it. We'll owe you when we can. And it's just like, mm, okay, well, I don't have a choice. Otherwise, if I say no, I'm fucking UA. Yeah. So, my babe, sorry, I got to go in.
0: But I mean, did so, but. So that answers that part. But do you think it like helps you,
1: you help know? no, it doesn't it doesn't help me understand because to me it's just like, well, there goes the fucking navy again. Because like if you think about it, what if we did have kids at the time? They say, "Well, you should have a family plan," right? But when you're calling me last minute like that, that means and then what if your family plan is like out of town or something? Yeah. Or they're like sick or in the hospital or whatever or it's like Midnight, Like, who's going to do child care at midnight? You know what I mean? Let's yeah. say if you were deployed and, you know, because at the time they're like, well, one person has to be C, one person has to be sure. But then if I'm by myself with this kid, how am I going to find child care at, like, midnight?
0: If you're getting called in.
1: Yeah. yeah. So, to me, it I feel like it makes it worse because I didn't understand it then and I don't understand it now. Like, it's not any better... Now than it was before. It's all. It's the the situations are the same, but like it makes makes me even more bitter because it's just like, man, you were like, how many years into the Navy career and things are still the same. Like when when are things gonna change? Never.
0: Do you think Do you think you'd be more understanding if you didn't have the job? Because that's one of the things we were talking about, right? It's like if you were just a stay at home mom. Or really like stay at home mom, or you didn't have to leave uh, the house to go work or something. Would it be able to ease? Maybe not understand, but like to cope with it and deal with it. Or do you think it it, it? it you just feel the same across the board?
1: I think I would feel the same across the board whether I have you know prior naval experience or not. Like my brain hasn't changed from. My brain has always been the same from, like, before I joined. Birth. <laughs> up until, from up <laughs> until now, you know what I mean? Like, my way of thinking has always been this way. But the only difference is when I was active duty, I couldn't question it. Where now that I'm a civilian, it's just like, well, that doesn't fucking make sense. But, I mean, if it's happening to you, I have no control over what happens to you. I kind of just have to suck it up.
0: So so do you think oh, let's uh, go to the chat real quick babe we got um Gary says simper gumby i hate that term <gasps>
1: me too you hate it yeah because Saul in
0: soulmates oh my god i love
1: you in ods that was like everyone was saying simper gumby you know our schedules are so change. fucking annoying yeah and i'm just like what the fuck
0: it's so disrespectful okay. to gumby the clay animation i know yeah <laughs> fucking nerds <laughs> all right so what else we got we got um uh chad she already understands and without kids other family obligations you just roll with it but include kids and family and it amplifies the chaos yeah it, it it definitely does right and you know we were fortunate enough that your time in we we didn't have kids you got pregnant right at the end and we kind of planned that and try to manage it to the best of our ability right but again the outside forces that is the navy the the you know unstoppable beast it just keeps going.
1: Yeah, but that's, you know, it's kind of unfortunate because I wanted a career in the Navy. Yeah. And I was working towards becoming an 04, but with wanting a family, you being active duty, like it's realistically, it's not, it's not ideal for like a family situation. Would
0: you say that you understood that it wasn't going to work?
1: Yeah, That Which is why I had to swallow my pride and be like, I resign my commission. I want want a family more than... I will always have a career. Like, whether it's in the Navy or as a civilian. You know, it's a matter of making the sacrifice for, like, what's more important. Your family life or your career. And I chose my family life. Because, like, having two active duty parents... I already know what it's like to have one active duty parent and that was hard already. And to have two just make it harder for them, for the kids, that it's just, I would rather one parent just be active duty and have one chaotic parent than two.
0: Yeah. What do you think, Um, you know, l- let's play a game of make believe and judgy. Let's judge a little bit. It's one of our favorite pastimes, judging <laughs> others. But, like, what if you were to have stayed in? Do you think – because one of my things is, like, what I was kind of touching on earlier was, like, you you were in four years. That's not long enough to be indoctrinated, right? But spouses that have been in, you know, mill to mill, and they've both been in 8, 10, 12, 15, 20 years, they're both fully indoctrinated, right? So do you think those couples that are like mill to mill that have been in that long that they're more understanding of each other and just how the things work because they're both indoctrinated into it? Or do you think it's just like, um, like something else?
1: The question would actually be what? Kind of the
0: question is what I asked.
1: <laughs> what kind of support system do they have? Because yeah. you couldn't, There's no way that you could be fully indoctrinated and then be, have a family and then, honestly, like, I want to know what was your, what was your family care plan? Yeah. How did you do it? I mean, there are families that have done it successfully and I, you know, I salute those couples. But, like, for me, that would be mentally draining for me. And that's just. That's well, you know, just me personally,
0: you know, one thing that does happen in a lot of those cases is a sacrifice of of one person's career for the others, for the other persons, mm-hmm. right? Which, like, you know, one person be like, well, hey, I'm gonna go get my anchor or my senior chief star first, me, so I'm gonna stay at sea for six, two, two tours, three tours, whatever it is, right? Um, Because I'm a gun for it, and then after I get mine. I'll take a tour off so you could try to go get yours. You know what I mean? And, and and oftentimes oftentimes I think from what I've seen and maybe heard around, it's like oftentimes it's the husband, right? That is the one out there running and gunning, going for it all, while the wife takes her shore duty, you know, two times in a row and sacrifices her career, you know, up to a point, getting the anchor and maybe, maybe not. But since they're the mother, you can go to shore duty and stay at home with the kids.
1: Yeah, I mean. Cool, that works, but.
0: You would not wanted could, to do that. No,
1: because like my career is equally important. But that's just me. You know what I mean? Like they're like I said, there are couples that do that and they're OK with doing that, but. Like, I'll take a backseat in my career to a certain point. Like, I'll resign my commission so that you can go forth in your Navy career. Because, sure, would an 04 be nice? Yes, because my leadership, my leadership, they were trying to set me up for it. So when I resigned, it was not that I disappointed them, but it was just like, damn, well okay you know yeah but at the same time it's just like to me it's not it's not worth it like to because i would just i would just feel like a little bit of of bitterness if i took a back seat in the navy if i stayed active duty and took a back seat because of you know family family stuff
0: Well, I mean, it's equally important, right, that I understand your sacrifice and all of that. Right. You know, it's
1: not it's not like you said that I had to get out. I mean, that was never the case. It was more like it was a mutual decision that we made together, you know, because we were both up for orders. And it was just like, well, it's not going to work. And it's almost like we, the, you have to realize that together, you know, just, and I feel like the fact that we did realize it together kind of, I know, I don't feel any bitterness towards resigning my commission, but that's, that's, um, I don't know. I don't know the words.
0: Practice them. (laughs) Practice your words. You'll get better. So. You know, I say that because as as we're talking about this, right, a lot of times I think we, as a serving member, will look at our spouse and be like, you need to understand me, right? You need to understand that I have this sacrifice going on, that I'm the one going to the ship every day, that I got to deal with the duty section, the dogging weekend, you know, whatever it is. You need to understand me, though, because, you know, I'm the one perceived going through the harder work or something. But at the same time, like, that's not all entirely true, right? That in couples, especially military couples, middle to mill or otherwise, mill to sieve, mill to mill, mill to sieve, and mill to prior. It's a lot of tongue twisters in there, you know? But, like, I, you have to be understanding of your husband, wife, spouse, whoever's at home, right? Significant other, and what they're going through still.
1: Cool. Yeah. I mean, um, I think... People don't understand that, like, even while I was active duty, like, you, me joining was a little bit of sacrifice for you, too. And it, there was always that risk of, well. I was
0: afraid she was going to leave me, y'all. <laughs> I was afraid of it.
1: Well, I mean, we've had threats about, like, people saying that. I don't word. mean,
0: like, leave me, like, break up. I mean, like, duty station PCS somewhere like else.
1: Threat. You know, fratting. We've had threats. You were gonna
0: that. frat on me? No. Oh, oh, you mean I'm just kidding, babe. When the other people, <laughs> I know what you're talking about. When people threaten me yeah. with a frat, yeah, we've talked about that before.
1: And it, you know, and there was just so there were so many things that like surrounded, like us being active duty. That to me, it was just like, you know what, this is way too much, way too much trouble. So even if I got out, you were more invested. So even if I got out, I will always have a job. Yeah. I'm not saying that you wouldn't have a job, but I will always have a good paying,
0: a better paying job than right. the non-educated. Yeah. yeah.
1: So if I if I was College to get out, out, I would I I would be making more money outside anyway. So so it was kind of like a no brainer. So I don't. That's why I don't have any resentment.
0: No regrets. Uh, to the chat, Chad says that the command lost a good one. You're right. When I lost, when I PCS from that last command, Chad, um, you know it was a uh, somewhat of a sad day. But if you're talking about Nikki, yeah, her too. Um, Gary, uh, a job I would never want to do for sure. he tries to switch me all the time. What What are you talking about, Gary? You talking about being the stay at home dad? Um, yeah, you know, let me uh, drop it in the chat, Gary. Let me know if that's what you're talking about. Which I. We talk about regularly, we can't wait for retirement. I'm going to be a stay-at-home dad. I'm going to be your trophy boo. People are going to wonder how the fat guy got with the hot chick and he just drives the truck um, with the kids.
1: People understand it more about you being a stay-at-home dad because you're still bringing home a paycheck, like a retirement paycheck. Even though it's not a whole lot, it's still, it's not nothing.
0: It's not a whole lot?
1: Well, yeah, and then I still get the medical benefits, and then we still have the ID card. <laughs> That's
0: my little dependent, I
1: know people go think,
0: go back a couple episodes, read up on, listen to that one.
1: Think people think that he he scored with marrying a nurse. No, the real winner is she me. went like
0: a couple <laughs> years without a dependent card. Yo, she's been her whole life on the dependent status. Yo, this one crazy.
1: I know your worth.
0: Yeah, fucking quarterly dental trips and fucking medical whenever you need it. It's all paid for. <laughs> I'm covered. Is it? Is I'm it?
1: covered. Barely. That medical insurance doesn't come out of my paycheck.
0: She she's lucky, y'all. But so <laughs> <laughs> you know, all the funny games. Um Gary calling me softer. What are you talking about, Gary? I'm not soft. I'm, this is like rock hard. You see those pecs moving under there, buddy? <laughs> see that? I won't show you anything else under the desk, Gary. Calm down, buddy. Um, so so. It's it's tough for people to understand, right? Um. It is it tough? I mean, for us, do you feel sometimes I don't understand you in certain things? Because I know sometimes, I like when we started with right. Like I'm just trying to give you information. I know that you don't like all the information.
1: Are you talking about like understanding? My...
0: No, no, like your job. I don't yeah. understand your job. I've said that before. I'm pretty sure I've said it on No, but here.
1: I don't understand, like, what you're saying. Well,
0: you're not, you're cutting me off again, which is a, a <laughs> often thing that happens here on the Bravo Zulu podcast featuring Nikki.
1: I'm actually doing better this episode.
0: Not bad. Not bad. Let me know in the chat. Is she doing better on this episode of cutting me off? Okay. She's being intentional, and that's important. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So... No, it's like um, I was saying, what was I saying? Like, there's some things I don't understand about your job. One, all of it, right? But for you to me, is it hard to understand? Like, when I tell you all these things about, like, the schedule or this or that, yeah, you, you know that things aren't happening until it happens. It's chaotic and everything. But is it hard? Okay, this is what we were talking about. Here we go. Is it hard for you to understand, like, my role in my job? Like, as a chief? Because, like, to to reflect back at you, like, I don't... I, as a nurse, I know you save lives. I don't... I cannot... I can't put myself into your mind and at all think about, like, your night of going and like, oh, hey, um, can we get a crash cart? This one's dying. And you're like, you know, fucking pumping them back to life. Like, that is beyond me i cannot imagine that but as i've told you i'm pretty sure you could imagine me you know sitting there you know dut, 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 dut. all right your part's ordered you know that's me at work that's how i sound so but as we were talking about earlier it's kind of like you look at me like okay you're a chief but i don't understand like your role uh what you call it your uh your job scope
1: your scope of practice
0: yeah my scope of practice Ooh, scope of practice um so can you like expand on that a little
1: bit I, you know, I think this is what we were talking about earlier that I, even though I've been prior Navy, I don't, I only understand like 10%, maybe 10% of what it is to be a supportive spouse and your job, like 10%, that's it. I don't even want to say fifty percent because I don't feel like I sacrifice enough. Like I don't sacrifice as much as you do when it comes to like your your personal life. Do you know what I mean? I don't know. Yeah, no, that that make
0: no. I understand. I understand what you're saying there. So,
1: no, I don't understand your role as a chief, even though I come from a house of learned doctors. (laughs) I won't ever understand it because, number one, I've never been a chief. I'm wardroom, wardroom certified. You're groom. (laughs) Um, So, you know, I'm used to every man for themselves. Mm -hmm. So I don't understand. Like, yes, I take care of the junior sailors when I was active duty, but that's only like a little bit. Not a whole lot, like what a chief is supposed to do. And I don't think I'll ever understand it because I've never been a chief, so I don't know. So all I can say is when I look at the things, the the situations that you face and you tell me about it, it when you tell me how you handle it, and then I played in my head and I was like, I don't think I would have done it like that. I think I would have done it differently, but that's because my way of thinking is not, like, a Navy Chief way. It's it's more like, well, what is my scope of practice? Like, as we mentioned before, like, let's say, you know, as a nurse, like, you have someone having, like, a mental breakdown. Bitch, I do, like, I do critical care stuff. If some mental shit is going down, I'm calling mental health. Like, hey, I got Code Green. Code Green is, like, someone's going berserk. That ain't my job. So that's you. You that's you. come in and you do that shit. So, like, if you have a sailor going rogue, then everyone's like, you got to call the chief. The chief is supposed to, like, you know. Take care of everything. Right. Yeah. And to me, that's just like, I don't understand why that is your role. Because you could get hurt. Like, this person could be so mentally unstable that they could, I don't know, fucking shoot you or something. Like. And it's not targeted at you. It's more like if you were just in the way, they could, like, hurt you. And to me, that's just like, well, that's not your job. That's like uh, my nurse brain is like, oh, that's – you call the cops. Call security. Yeah.
0: You guys have security at the hospital for reasons like that. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Which we have done, like, numerous times. Like, people don't understand. Like, people go crazy in a hospital. So we do have to call security. And to me, it's just like – why? How is that like? How is that a chief's job? So yeah. I can't understand that aspect, and I don't think I ever will because I'm not a chief.
0: So, but I mean, I think you hit on a great point, right? Is like your your job does not intrude into your personal life, right? Because Especially since you got out of the Navy, right? Uh, you, there's no more calling you up to take a spot. Right. It, it's more you call them and say, hey, I'm out for today. And they just say, OK, well, you know, adjust your time card. Right. But, and, and you know, I think even more important, like you hit on like it. All right. You're in the wardroom, Cool. That's fine. Right. You didn't spend the early years of, of like a long career in as junior enlisted finding someone to help you out. Right. Or looking for someone to help you out. Like, I mean, like you said, like it's very cutthroat. Everyone's for themselves. Um, you're very lucky, I think, if you get like a 0405 that starts mentoring you as an instant or JG to kind of bring you along. Right. would you, Would you agree with that? Like very lucky if that happens, meaning it's a rarity. Mm-hmm. Right. So but here we are like we're always looking for that. Maybe some get it, maybe some don't. You know, you get the toxic leadership, toxic chiefs, whatever. You know, you get your whole, your whole gamut of of toxicity. Are we doing Brittany, bitch? Do
1: <laughs> <laughs> do what? what? <laughs> <telling> Yo, <laughs> you know,
0: excuse us, excuse us. Uh, inside jokes that don't mean nothing, but um, uh, but like you know, when we're looking for that, and and then and then we achieve, you know donning the hat and wearing the anchor and stuff. I, I wonder if, it's like, for us, if it's, like, we have to give it back or the other part is, like, is our scope of work a little out of whack? And from what I'm hearing you say is, like, our scope of work is out a little out of whack. And I, I agree to that, you know, partially, right? I think there's a lot that is asked of Chiefs, right, that, you know, some might say – I'm unqualified for right uh, you know and, and I'd be, and I'd probably agree to some of that, but you know it, it's like who else is gonna do it you know what I mean like if it's not gonna be the chief that answers phone calls, answers the questions that takes you know fields the difficult pitches, you know what I mean like like who else is it gonna be
1: yeah, that's true, but taking a turn turn it. Um. Do you remember during your season, like at the beginning when everyone was introducing themselves and wives Ooh, had to? Oh yeah. Here we that, go. What was that thing that we attended, like that the, dinner? The, the dinner. Meet? Yeah. It's called a meet and greet.
0: Yeah, meet and greet.
1: You, like you knew, I didn't want to go because number one, I was pregnant as fuck, and then number two, <laughs> number two is just like, why the fuck do I have to meet the Chiefs? Like, what, what purpose does that serve me? Yeah. For You'd, the season. To I'm keep not in, a part of the season. To keep I, in
0: theme, you did not understand why you were there.
1: Right. I didn't understand why I was there or the purpose of meeting and greeting the wives or husbands. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like what... you? There wasn't ever a point in time where you ever made me feel like a part of the Navy family to begin with. And then, you know, to have this meet and greet, like... I don't know if it's because I was in the Navy, where I could you can easily spot someone who's fake, right? Mm-hmm. And I spotted so many fake people. Like I'm not going to name any names, but I'm just going to say that like I just don't understand why I had to meet these other chiefs. What was the point of that?
0: Yeah, or the other spouses, right? You, even I think I even more importantly, the other spouses, right? Yeah,
1: because I don't care to meet. I don't care to meet anyone else. Like, what is that? How is that going to help me? I'm supposed to feel like I'm, like, forming this family when, like, you what? when you kind of know what the season entails, like, I'm supposed to be friends with you, but in my mind, I already knew that, like, you know, whatever you pour your heart open to, to these people, you know they're going to use it against you somehow during the season. Mm-hmm. So I immediately, like, identified, okay, who is the, who are the genuines? So if they ever approached me or, you know, called me up or whatever, I knew not to divulge anything. Like if you said, oh, how's everything? How's your pregnancy? You know, is Josh taking care of you? Is it is the season too much? My words are going to be like, I'm good. I'm gonna keep it going, <laughs> you know. Yeah. So I just don't understand what the purpose of those things are. And like, I'm supposed to be understanding, though.
0: Yeah, as like as 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 a spouse, right? Yeah, you're supposed to just understand everything. But I or don't. If, like if, I, or if or if or if you're supposed to understand it, or I'm supposed to explain it to you in a way. But I don't to feel, make you understand it.
1: But I don't feel like you should. I don't feel like I should be brought into that world as a spouse.
0: Oh, okay, okay. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Like, the people you take, the people you bring here to our home, I know that no one just comes to our home just to, just to be here. Yeah. Like, those are people that you trust to a certain extent. So that means, like, they're they're probably really good friends, borderline pretty much family already if they're invited to our home. So if I've never seen you in my life and all of a sudden you're asking me, like, how's everything at home? Bitch, I don't know you. I've never been introduced to you except for now. Like, I just don't understand why the family has to be, like, introduced to all of that. Because, like, If you one day come home and tell me, hey, you remember that dude at the dinner? He did, guess what he did? This is what he did. And then I'm sitting there like, that motherfucker, I knew that bitch was fake. But, like, you know, like, why would you want to introduce your family to people like that? Yeah. Because, you know, there are a bunch of snakes out there. You know what I mean? Don't tread on me. (laughs)
0: You're dumb, yo. That was smooth, babe. That was smooth. Don't
1: tread on me, though. Yo, you stupid
0: for that. Oh my god, yeah. Oh man, that was good. That was hot. I like that. The way you slipped—that's best punchline you've ever done, honey. Don't tread on me. Um, no, you know, and it's from my side of it. I don't understand it either, right? Because through the whole season, right? Like it's not a joint venture really between, you know, new ones, old ones and family and everyone. Right. So you have this meet and greet to be like, Oh yeah. You know, this is everything. This is everybody. Hi, meet everyone. And then we're about to go put your spouse through the next six weeks of hell. Bullshit. You know, whatever. Um, and, uh, and then you know I come home I didn't I was underway spouses come home and they're like they bitch about it right this happened that happened they bitch 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 they talk about the good ones and who's helping and who's you know what I mean so it's like what what was the point of it and, and you know again like I tell you all the time like maybe there's people out there are like oh you're, you're not fucking you don't get it you're not a fucking real chief you know whatever I don't know explain it to me then right yeah. help me understand then because again w- it, like you we talked to nobody, yeah, from that mess right you you did not become friends with anyone, right with no spouses uh, uh what's up uh hacker bot in the chat um chad and Gary um I don't know some weirdo in there, um but it's like uh so so what what's why?
1: So and then you also had well I mean everyone has a sponsor, right? So when your when your sponsor we're not gonna drop any names but when he adds you on Facebook it's just like hey, you know, I'm Josh's sponsor, you know, if you need anything just let me know. First of all, weird right but i know that's like a thing right that sponsors are supposed to do supposed yeah. to do um but to me i just find that really weird cuz i've never met you in my life until the season and then you know i can kind of and i can kind of gauge how you are based on your interactions on social media because i'm a pretty good judge of character so if i see the way you are interacting with my husband on social media and you rub me the wrong way the slightest mm,
0: defend my honor babe defend my honor just yeah, write babe, you, listen up. i'm
1: just going to write you off as noted never going to trust and delete off my facebook because first of all we're not fr- like we're not friends so why the fuck are you on my facebook and number 2 like trust me i'm not going to need shit from you like the only thing that I need to do for this season for my husband is just to be there to support him. Even though I don't understand what's going on and you can't tell me, like, everything that's happening. Like, if you're stressed out or what, I'm going to make sure that I don't stress you out, like, with extra bullshit. You know what I mean? That, that is, like, the only thing that I'll understand what my role is, is to just be supportive. Yeah, I don't have to understand the inner workings of the season or or what you do as a chief. I just know I have to be supportive. I can gripe about shit, but it's not going to change anything.
0: Yep. Don't gripe to me, okay? because it's going to really put a lot on my shoulders. (laughs) I don't think I'll take it. Uh, Chad and Gary, uh, let me know if you got any questions about what we're talking about. If You guys got any opinions in there. um. And uh, I'll, I'll, you know, I'll read them out to Nikki or I'll, you know, read them to the rest of the chat and, you know, try to answer them up for you. Um, you know, I, I think you, you you know, got some very good points in there. And it's it's weird, right? Even for myself, having been doing this for a little bit now, it's just, it's still just kind of like, yeah, you know, I, I go back to like the the scope, right? Like, and I just sit there and I just be like, damn, man. Oh, I was watching a video and it was something like, you know, as a chief, you're a you're a H.R. person, you're a project manager, you're you're all these different things that like you just do as the job. Right. But if you're filling out a civilian resume and they ask, like, hey, do you have any project management experience? You're like, yeah, I have some project manage- management experience. You just have to find out what from your job. Right. That you've done that fits that in civilian words. Right. Um, H.R., you know, manning, training, like all this stuff fits in there somewhere. And it's like, okay, well, if I could put all that on a resume, like a civilian resume.
1: You're like a GM.
0: A little bit more than a GM, honey. I'm not, (laughs) all right, let me, I mean, okay, fine. I'm middle management. You're right. But like those people get paid on the outside, right? Yeah. There's, There's specialties and degrees and all this stuff that usually fit alongside a lot of those things. But then I just kind of look at that, and I'm sitting here like, where folks, my check.
1: Well, I think that's why people stay in, is because, like, how does it translate into civilian life? You know, depending on what your rate is, like, how does that translate? Yeah. And so people just end up staying in because they're just like, oh, well, this shit's not going to translate.
0: But you, you have to find the way to make it translate.
1: Yeah, you have to find it, but it doesn't necessarily mean that it's going to translate well, because if you don't have the certificates to back up, like, what it is. not as strong. Right. Yeah. So it's just like Corman, like IDCs and stuff like that. Like, you could retire, but what is that on paper? You ain't got an LPN degree. You don't have the license. I mean, there is, like, you know, certain programs that you have to do, but you have to go through that program. It has to be, like, signed off and approved. And then, but then other than that, you're just like, okay, 20 years of being a corpsman and like you did some badass shit, but it doesn't, how do you translate? Like I did trauma, you know, C combat, combat field yeah, medic right. certified, just like me. It doesn't translate because you don't have, you don't have a license. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? So that's why people just stay in. Yeah. Cause that's not, not because that's. You know,
0: not because they don't have nothing to do. Right. It's just it's no one taught them. No one showed them or they're not willing to seek it out for themselves. Yeah. Yeah. So we got something from Chad here uh, to you, babe. Nikki, I would say that so many spouses are not like that. Not like you. Uh, They are lonely and seeking any kind of acceptance they can get. Uh, so I applaud you for being who you are as a woman, mother, and for God's sake, putting up with Josh.
1: What? <laughs> what? What? Are you, Chad?
0: What, Chad? That's not cool. Um. Yeah. No. I mean, I, I applaud all those same things, and and we've touched on that on some of our other episodes together, right? You know, that that spouse that is seeking other attention and validation. Um, and, and so I guess that could go into this too, like.
1: Is that because they don't get enough attention from their spouse?
0: Well, I was or gonna go don't. a different way with it, oh. right? Of like what what, kind of, what kind of sorry No, What well, what kind of attention <laughs> we talking about? Like what kind of attention they seeking, uh, right?
1: They kinda went the wrong way. <laughs> <laughs> My bad. Yeah,
0: which way are you trying to go later, honey? But uh I was gonna say, like um, when he says that there's uh the validation and acceptance, I think they're looking at us like, well if you're going to be accepted into the mess, then I want to be also. And that's kind of where you get like, you know, hardest job in the Navy. Oh my God. Right. People put it out there. Well, if they put it, if, if it's out there and it's on bumper stickers, then that means people have to be buying into it and people have to be like promoting it and, and, and you know, to continue the sale of those bumper stickers, there are spouses that have to be doing it. So, do, do they have a, what is their understanding, and, and it's like, they how much do they want to understand? They, do they want to understand so much that they know exactly what the pay chart looks like, but they don't want to wear the uniform?
1: I think I just had an epiphany.
0: Yeah, I saw it. Like, the light got brighter <laughs> above your head.
1: I think that, um, I'm not discrediting people in the military, but. The military way of life is not reality for the average American, right? Yeah, for sure. So, you know, I think the reason why I don't fully understand the role of a chief is because half of me knows a little bit because I served a little bit and I kind of know. And then, you know, family, they're all in the Navy and then half of me is still – half of me is, like, the average American as well. Like, I have to keep one foot on the floor to to understand that this is real life, day-to-day, that, like, the average American doesn't go to their – to their coworkers and be like, "Are you okay today? Like, oh, you need a a mental health day. Go take the day off. Go home. That's a okay, bitch. Use your sick leave. Call out if you need to. You can call out and take a mental health day, but you got to use your yeah, use your, use your sick leave. leave. Yeah. Or oh, you got to go see a doctor. Go use your sick leave. Yeah. Like I don't give a shit." About what you need to go do in your personal time, that means you just need to take some leave day. You know what I mean, yeah, so to me that's kind of i i feel like that that thinking for me kind of goes into you know i don't think I don't want to say that the military babies their people so much, but it's one of those like it's not it's not the average American. The average American's everyday life. I don't know if that makes sense. Like, the way that the military handles... People. People. Is better. Is not... Yeah, it's... There's, there's like, more camaraderie in the military. Yeah. Which As there is, should be. Yeah, which is... Because you guys go through, like, shit that the War. average American doesn't go through. Yeah. So they're a little more compassionate. But, like... I think that I only understand 10% because my way of thinking is like, okay, well, if you're not feeling it today, fucking take some time off. Like, I can't help you because you need to go seek professional help in some way or, all right, you know, like, oh, your car broke down? You know where the car shop is? Go do it. Go make an appointment. Like, what do you want me to do? I I don't deal with tools
0: except when chad visits boom got you chad got you no well i mean you're 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 right as far as like you know it's your opinion i don't mean that now i'm just making a joke babe don't death stare me okay but you're you're right in saying like we are more compassionate and i don't think people realize and a lot of spouses and people don't understand that right like how compassionate the military actually is and maybe it's changed over the last 20 to 30 years right i'm sure if we talked to your dad about like the times back in the 80s and stuff it'd be a lot less compassionate right but things change where it is more compassionate and we try to help more whereas the civilian world it is still very or you could even say maybe the wardroom, room right where they care about things still, but it's very still cutthroat right it's like, well, no, you need to do this. You need to do that. You again, you don't have people looking after you like we do on our side, right?
1: Yeah, and I think like uh, my my way of thinking is you're over eighteen, you're an adult, so you need to go figure it out. And if you can't, if you can't figure it out or you don't know how to cope with change, then you're not ready for the military, because the military is like way more serious than people think
0: you know yeah. what i mean yeah no i mean you know a lot of people think when well, a lot of people come in they think they're going to college
1: yeah like oh just, i got
0: free college i'm right. gonna have a place to live i, I mean I guess i gotta do some work oh wait what you mean i have to work you know 12 18 hours a day doing this like it, it is um i don't know like who's ever ready for it
1: I just feel like um, the military has, like, a lot of consequences for things, right? hmm In the civilian world, you're, it's black and white. As far as you execute an action, there's always a consequence. Where in the military, sometimes they'll give you a chance. Maybe they won't. Maybe you get slapped with the UCMJ, maybe you go to the brig, maybe, you know what I mean? Yeah. So, I just, it's hard for me to understand, like, why can't people just slap them with consequences? Maybe they'll learn better.
0: Maybe. I mean, I don't know. You know what I mean? Like... You know it's like uh maybe maybe it's maybe the Navy's getting softer, maybe all the military's getting softer, right, but maybe sometimes you have to have a softer edge so you can retain more people so people can do a better job at things, right, then, so you could get better performance, right? Do I need to crack the whip all the time just to get the job done? Will it get the job done? Yes, doesn't mean you're gonna get the best out of your employees, right
1: right and i just feel like um your quality of product i mean it's hard to find quality these days <laughs> it's just a reality i of mean it.
0: well you know like it might be hard to find quality right
1: you can teach you can teach it though
0: y- yes and that's what i was about to say right that's more importantly I look at it as like, and and again, I think this is a part of where like some people don't understand the role as maybe a chief or the role as leadership in the Navy or military at all is like, it's not necessarily our job. Just we, we don't get the best recruits or the best civilians coming in as recruits. Once they're recruits, we don't get all the best recruits coming into the command. So we're dealt the cards that we have and we have to play those cards and we have to make the best quality out of that person. To get the best results.
1: So My question is, when I go through the recruiting process, right, as an officer, there is a long fucking, it's a long, tedious process. You're
0: being recruited for something totally different.
1: But, so, my thing is, like, we go through an interview process. I went through, like, a four-person, a four-panel interview, and, I mean, I was drilled. About, like, you know, coming in the nurse corps, right? So, you know, if you want quality... I'm not going to say, like, all officers are great because, you know, it's just a lot of them are not that great. But if you're applying for a job, why can't you do, like, an interview process just like any other job?
0: Because, um... You know, not knowing exactly how the economy works, but, like, they're not just applying for a job, right? They're they're volunteering to serve. And as long as there's volunteer service, we have to take as many as we can to maintain the numbers, Yeah, right? It's to say this kind of goes in, you know, kind of off track, but it goes in the same argument of, like, why not just mandate service for all 18-year-olds to 25-year-olds for four years? So no matter where in those six years, you fall, you have to do four years though.
1: And this is another thing that I don't understand about chiefs is like, you know, you guys get selected, right? And then you go through the season and yep, tested. I mean, tried, like no matter selected, what, no matter selected, what, tested. No matter what, you're an E seven. You know, you know what I mean. Whoa,
0: in the <laughs> chat, in the chat, can we get a all stop in the chat here? Okay, pay grade. Are you not Are my you pay not? grade. My yes. pay grade that's what I, is that's E7. That's what I mean. There's big differences between pay grades. You see what I mean? Grades. I
1: don't understand. Okay, anyway. So, oh, wait, you're a chief. A chief or an E7. No,
0: no, 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 no. My pay grade is E7, boo.
1: Okay, whatever. Um, I just want to know, like.
0: What makes me smile?
1: No, you guys go through this season, right? You guys allegedly get, like, the same training, but to me, it's just, like, when you guys mentor and train, do you guys ever, like, look at someone and you're just like, man, if we ever go to fucking war, I do not want this person, like, having my back? Yeah. Okay? So, why why isn't that every chief is not mentoring everyone as if you're about to go to war?
0: Ooh. Okay. So... This
1: is what I don't understand. Like if you're if you're talking about like you know quality of life and shit like why aren't you training up people in the same manner? No matter if you feel like they're a dud or whatever, you still have to try, right?
0: The the dud has to try or the no, chief the has the to chief try. The chief
1: still has to try to make yeah. to make a man or a woman out of this dud.
0: The sailor that's what we're trying to make sailors. Yeah. Yeah. So, so what? what's the question again? My Like quest- why, like, let's get back to like the war thing, right?
1: I'm talking about like quality Our, of product.
0: Uh, well, okay. So quality of product. We don't get the best quality of product. We have to create the best pro- quality of product. The it best product. It's quality.
1: Doable it you is. Take the time to do it.
0: Right. But that goes back to answering your other questions of understanding, like, scope of chief. Like, time, right? Like, how much time do it's, I spend answering calls, text messages, and work stuff, right?
1: Part of your job is mentoring and training, right? Isn't the, that the biggest mentoring part, and training? Right.
0: It's the, it's the biggest part. And it's the part I like the most, right? It's the part that, that can get you the quality the most. But it's also the part time that takes away from family time it the most. It doesn't,
1: because if you're doing it during work hours...
0: That is not directed at me, y'all. She's just saying it for everyone. No, I'm just <laughs>
1: saying, like, it will not take away from home life if you know how to do it during work hours. Yeah, like if if you're,
0: oh, you don't have to yell. You have a microphone. I have headphones. I'm just saying, I can hear you.
1: You're a. This is this is why I only understand 10. percent <laughs> is, is if you're at work, right? Mm-hmm. You got all these junior sailors that you know that are so junior. They're just this is their first command. Wouldn't you, as a chief, want to be hanging around to make sure that they're doing everything that they're supposed to do, like, by the book, right?
0: As much as you can be, yeah. I mean, you have other middle management below you to supervise and things like that, but, you know, accountability and the responsibility of their training still rests with you, yeah.
1: So, I just don't understand like, why there's still so many duds?
0: Um, So we, you would have to create the definition of a dud. You're talking about, like, is a dud someone who does four years and gets out?
1: No, I'm saying, like, the ones that just don't want to fucking work.
0: Well, that's an inherited trait. That's a character trait. You know what I mean? I, I believe I could. you could give me the dud, and I'll get work out of them.
1: That's what I'm saying. Is like, shouldn't every chief be like that, though? Like, if you-
0: yes, but a lot aren't. A lot see the dud and they realize it's a dud, and that's when they stop. And then they'll give that dud dud work. You know what I'm saying? Look the paint until it dries. I don't know.
1: It just doesn't make any sense. It doesn't make any sense to me.
0: None of this makes sense, honey.
1: So when you have all these duds. <laughs> like you end up being at work longer because somebody didn't do something correctly. And then you end up having to stay late because you have to backtrack on what went wrong and figure out where it went wrong and then fix it. And then you're at work long. Right. And then that bleed that goes into your home life and then you're at work longer than you should when you should have been on their ass to begin with because you knew they were a dud. Like, you can't tell me that you didn't know that they were a dud.
0: Yes, but even let's go to the chat real quick to give you a breath, okay? Maybe a drink of water. Uh, Chat said, Chad, Chad in the chat. Yes, and not everyone will get it, so you absolutely try to build a mentor professionals and experts, but it's a two-way street, and some people refuse to put the work in. Like, some people do. Some of those duds just refuse to put work in. Right. And it, it, it's a character thing. Uh, it doesn't matter if they're in the Navy. It doesn't matter if they're flipping burgers. It doesn't matter if they're turning wrenches so out of town. Like, not? they're going to be duds no matter where they go until they finally find the thing that they don't want to be duds about.
1: Well, this goes back into why can't you slap them with consequences? You can. See, this is what I don't understand. This is what I don't understand as a Navy spouse is why can't you hold people accountable for what they're not doing?
0: you you can, you can right there's there you know you can and there's ways to go about it sometimes it, it creates they
1: say i am mentally unstable
0: sometimes it's harder maybe they do that i don't know whatever i'm not again even at that moment i'm not i'm worried about that but then go 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 take care of that right my concern is if they're not And it's one of those, like, all right, well, how much administrative burden do I want to put onto myself, right, to go about all these proper ways to have them expeditiously removed from the Navy? I would do it. Again, how much administrative burden do you want to put on yourself? I would do it. Yeah, well, you still got all the drills. You still got all this. You know, when that starts cutting into your time, it cuts into your time when it's to the end of the day finally at 1,800 and all you want to do is go home. But instead, you need to take the hour to do the administrative work to get rid of this dud. Or that dud could come in tomorrow, do some dud work, just the right level and amount that they don't fuck it up and they could just keep on going. And before you know it, they'll be out of the Navy anyways.
1: Will they? I mean, I don't know. A lot of them still go off and stay in.
0: Yeah, a lot of them make mass chief. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like, like, but again, like, at, at some point, do they do they stop being duds? Do they stay in long enough where they stop being duds? Sometimes. Sometimes not. But all I'm worried about is the three years, four years that they're with me. And, and can I get the most out of them, give them the best tools that they can? I don't, like, that's all I'm trying to do for that moment in time.
1: Well, I'm not talking about you i'm talking about just people in general
0: but i mean i would say people in general like a lot of like that's all you can do right i mean i can't stay with it's not like you know the age of sail where the crew would crew that ship for 20 years right and all those people were on the same ship for 20 30 40 you know their whole livelihoods right it's not like that Right? We we rotate in and out. So I got you for the time I got you. I'm going to give you what I get you. What about the the, the second or third, the second sea tour? So the eight-year second class or something, coming back to a ship for the second time. And I read the evals, and it's all good, right? Everything this is the best fucking sailor ever. And then they get to me, and I'm looking at them like, your performance here the first six months does not match what your eval said. Does that make him a dud? <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know what I'm saying? Like, does it? Is there and that's why like you got to understand that as our job is to be, to to peel back all those layers and find out, yeah, maybe they are, dead. maybe those evals were all lies. Maybe there's something else going on. Maybe there's at home stuff. Maybe there's this, maybe there's that. And then that goes back into your 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 we are more compassionate now than civilians are. Because civilians, what would happen? hey, by the way, buddy, thanks for joining us today. Uh, You're fired. Bye. But we can't fire them, right? We can't just pick that booger and flick it on to somebody else. Some do. Some like, hey, you know what? You're a problem. We're going to get rid of you. We're sending you to this other division, so I don't have to see you for six to nine months. And if I'm lucky, you'll like it there, and you'll do halfway decent, and they'll want to keep you around, so I don't have to see you for the next three or four years. Those are called damage control petty officers.
1: I just feel like if y- if... People would, you don't have to fire somebody. You just have to hold people more accountable because if I don't hold my people accountable for their job, you're just wasting my time. And you're, then you're going to start to cut into my home life. And when you cut into my home life, like I'm really done with you.
0: So what worked better for you as a child? Dad whooping you? Or disappointed dad.
1: (laughs) Man, disappointed dad (laughs) was
0: Exactly right. You have to be able to build your sailors up to a point where it's like "Mm, Chief's not gonna spank you. Chief is just disappointed. Sorry. Just you know, just get out of my face. And let them beat themselves up about it so they could come back better. Right, Because I don't want to do the yeah, administrative but- burden. This is why I tell people. If I'm starting to write you counseling chits, I want you out. And now, now we've crossed the bridge into I'm creating a folder that I'm going to submit to get you to, to pass to DRB, to XO, to CO's Mass. That's if I start writing counseling chits.
1: But see, I feel like that this is... This is something that I will never, ever understand. Not because I don't want to, but it's because, like, my leadership style is totally different.
0: Well, some might say, like, you, like you've said, I'm just using your words, you're from the weird room. You guys are cutthroat, every no, person for themselves.
1: This is, even this style was created by before, Tupac and Biggie before I even joined the Navy. Like, if you can't get the job done, You're only endangering lives and you're, you're not producing what I need you to produce. Like if you're, your style is a reflection of me and if you don't get it, like that's just letting me know that you can't work with me and I'm trying to work with you, but I've given you maybe two, you only get two or three chances with me. If you fuck it up, like I'm going to figure out if I can fire you or send you somewhere else.
0: Well, again, but that, then that's I'm, I'm from putting
1: your reputation with your name, so I'm 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 not gonna
0: assassinating cha- their character. I'm
1: not ruining you, but either you sounded you, like
0: you're ruining. You sounded like no. you're putting them in the little the little pretty pink. Uh, then you better mean fucking, girl, mean girl, girl yearbook.
1: You better <laughs> fucking change the way you do shit. Then you better start so, working harder than how you are because. You got, you got people that you need to prove wrong. Because if, if I'm sitting here and I'm very patient, if I'm the one that's telling you, yo, you're fucking up, and you don't get right. You're patient? I'm very patient. I am very you patient. You have
0: patience.
1: I, I'm very patient. And I'm not talking about patience. I'm
0: talking about, like, you know, people when, you work on.
1: When I'm teaching... Like, I have a lot of patience because I know that this might be something new for this person. So I'll take my time. Okay. I can, I can gather that you haven't done this before. Well, I'll take my time on you. But if it's like blatantly, you don't want to work and you just, you're just lazy. Sure. You need to get up out of my face. Like, you don't deserve to be on my team.
0: But everyone wants to work. Do they? Just depends on the work that you can find for them.
1: They just want to make easy money. That's...
0: Sure. But again, like, okay, they'll find the easy thing for them to do to get the easy money. But everyone will work. You got to find and get them in the right spot, right? The right, you know, if their are chess pieces on my chess board... Like and they're just a pawn. No, then I need to put How them in the that best position. Why How are you? That, oh my god, No, honey.
1: But what I'm saying, yo, is, everyone, that
0: whole <laughs> let it not cutting off is out the fucking window. That's just gone.
1: If if the rest of my team is a solid A team, and I got this one person that like, oh, I can't give them hard work because
0: then you're not a solid A. You
1: need to get off my team.
0: You need to get them up.
1: If you've already tried and they're blatantly lazy, you don't deserve to be on my team.
0: Figure it out, leader.
1: Yeah, I'll figure out how to get get you off my team.
0: There's nowhere for them to go. They're yours. That's your sailor. That's your civilian. But see, that's what... And you that's get him a, and get him and ask what you... Again, it's an understanding thing, right?
1: Yeah, I don't understand it. Like, my leadership style is totally different, and it's not a chief. It's definitely not a chief's way. It's the
0: the dad that spanks, and mine's the disappointed dad. Whatever. You seem mad now. (laughs) Let's go, let's take it to the chat. (laughs) We got a chat in the chat. Um, uh, build a mentor professional. I think I said that one right. Some people refuse to put the work in. If your only job was to do that, then that that was like five minutes ago or something. But, uh, but you wear so many hats as a chief. Yes, I. I that's another thing that I hate is uh, like almost. I I wear so many hats. I hate that fucking saying. I you fucking wear hate
1: your it. Your nurse hat today. Yeah, <laughs> I'm putting on wear my officer. I'm putting hat on, today. on my other hat. I'm putting on my <laughs> other hat. Look at You're all an my colors right now. All the
0: colors and camouflages <laughs> of my hats. I fucking hate it. But it's okay, Chad. I still like you. Um, All right, so you can do, you can and do, but so much time goes into that. Also, say you get rid of a sailor who was taking care of that, taking care of the dud work for you, and then you bust them and lose that body. We don't say bodies; we say sailors. Chad, get it together. Now, one of your workers has to pick up that dud slack. Yeah, right. And that's what I was saying. Is like, yeah, they might be a dud. You find the appropriate work for the dud.
1: But see, is my non-understanding because is it because my profession is totally different?
0: Yeah. That's a big part of it. Because you guys are like literally life and death. You guys are like very educated, licensed, and there's it. there's a Education level...
1: has nothing to do with it.
0: Okay, well it does because you have to have a degree to be a nurse. No, so I that
1: mean, Corman can do a lot of stuff in they're not. <laughs> I'm just saying yes they can
0: right but it's, it's still education on that right whether it's a formal in the book education or OJT, it's training. right so at and any anyone, rate
1: anyone can get a training
0: yes combat field medic t triple c certified okay hey, y'all it's a joke okay but i am qualified <laughs> um but what i'm saying is i forget what i'm saying what were you saying <laughs> is it your job okay your job Camera on me, people. Your job, as I've said this before, right? You are a professional, right? There's like I, I rate these things like profession, like as all right. There's professionals, there's jobs, there's careers, careers above jobs, right?
1: But you guys are professionals too. Like your job is a professional job. <laughs> Not everyone can do what you do. I think that's what. People, Whoa! Okay, I think so. that's what people if, don't understand. Hold on, is, hold on.
0: Time, time, time. If we could train to be nurses, from what you just said, they just gotta give people training and they could do your job. I could train you how to kill, push a couple buttons and fucking order parts like it. just yes. like I don't need to calculate math shit for fucking di- uh, uh, medicines and like no. I could give you a, a – I could literally give you a binder and say, "Hey, stand my duty over this weekend, honey."
1: But that's and this is what you do. That's and, basically in IDC. You teach them how to be a.
0: But again, how long is that school? That's that's a like, lot longer. What is that? like a year, a year or so? Yeah, that's a lot longer. Right. What I'm saying is, yours yours is a lot harder and takes a lot more that's education. That's why you guys have a, a season, right? And it's a
1: a cheap season. Oh, Chad! Get in
0: the chat, Gary! Get in the chat! I need backup.
1: It's like teaching you how to be a chief, just like I'm teaching you so, how to be an IDC. I'm teaching you how to be a corman. I'm teaching you how to do supply. You so, go through okay. a school, right?
0: Can Can you let me? Can I jump <laughs> what in here? You say? No, no. You asking great questions, right? Because these are things you don't understand, right? <laughs> See what I did there? That was pretty smooth. <laughs> no, but the great questions, you. I believe you do not learn how to be a chief in the six weeks. Learning to be a chief started your like in your whole career. So yeah, those duds that stuck around and got through the dud work and then did a little bit more work, but still mostly Dudley, right? Dudley Brothers, WWE. Um, those eventually they might get there and they might be chiefs.
1: But what did you what did you say that that's your fault too for? Nope, letting, never said never said a selection board them be a dud for that long.
0: Yes, but some can play the dud game very well and still advance, and, and then they study very well. So you I, know,
1: I need. Can you guys explain to me like how, you know, like a fifteen year first class that doesn't deserve to be a chief gets selected to be a chief just because they've been in for 15 years but they've been a dud which is why they didn't pick up for however many times they've been on the board like
0: so i mean i can't because i've never sat a board and i'll never sit a board Uh, So you could ask somebody, you know, hey, if you ever get to watch this and and you're like, oh, they don't fucking know shit, then come educate, please, right? Explain those ones to me. Explain how the, not even 15-year, but explain how the 20-year first class, 22-year first class makes it, on. and this is something I talked about before, right? It's like how many times of being a dud do you get overlooked when it's like, oh, they finally got it all together. Let's go ahead and make them a chief.
1: So that goes back to what I say of consequences, why would you reward them?
0: So there's no again, like what what what's a consequence that would n- prevent them from being rewarded? A counseling shit? No, that ain't shit.
1: You let them hit HR DR, D-
0: DRB? No, but you have to have something to prevent it. Is what I'm saying, right? You have to have something that prevents them from being qualified to be looked at and i've, I've talked about no, this th- you, Do you don't listen them, to the podcast i t- covered this on them, a previous episode you
1: let them go through the process right you let them go through the boards but they don't get selected because they don't have anything in their eval that stands out and then you're going to sit there and tell me that that community doesn't know who this this first class is like how many times they've been on the board
0: they you can tell how many times people went up for a board you can tell when they weren't selected you you can see when they probably weren't. I'm sure of all that, uh-huh. right? What I'm saying is if they're still board eligible, no matter wh- how many years they've been in. Sure. No matter. Sure. No matter how many times they've missed it or anything.
1: Absolutely. If
0: they're up for it, unless there's something to prevent them.
1: I didn't say. Hold, hold on. Them. Hold on. You're making see, it seem like no, I said I mean, hold them from sitting on a board. No. Or from, what i like, going up. No to board Honey,
0: again so you're not listening you're interrupting we're in the interrupting phase oh, now of the podcast okay all right we're, we've so. moved on to the interrupting what what i'm trying to get at is there should be something to prevent them from being board eligible is that's the consequence that's that's what gets the duds out of there and prevents the duds from becoming the duds
1: or another. you know what you
0: don't if you don't make board three times in a row guess what you're done you don't get any more shots.
1: Not even that. Even if that system doesn't change, you don't have to select them. Like, what makes what makes it okay to select them? That's what I don't understand. I don't know. Fucking question exactly. for the fucking so people that's a who sit it. That's a consequence. They don't get selected. But,
0: yes, it is, right, to make sure you understand I'm agreeing with you. What I'm saying is there should be, there's a, there's a gate before that to make sure that they can't be selected at all. That they're not even looked at. But you have to you have to establish what is the criteria for a sailor to stop being looked at. Right? Is it you're at eighteen years and you've missed board four times?
1: But I don't I don't even feel like that's I mean I, I mean like I said, I'm not a chief, never been a chief and don't know what the process is like. But I Don't even care if that's part of the process. Like, even if that never changed about how they get looked at the to me is just like a lot of those people get selected anyway, because it's just like, oh, I mean, let's just it
0: definitely feels like it's like, let's just give it to them. hey, you know, this person's on the year 18, 19, 20, 21. Yeah, you know, if we give it to them now, they'll have one shot at senior, then they'll hit 24 HYT, and And they'll get a new high three. It's
1: just like being a civilian. I'm going up for a position, right, a leadership position, and I went through an interview, and I'm going up against, well, let's say, like 20 people, right, and all 20 people can't make it, right? It's a job slot for one, and it's just like being selected for a chief you only have so many spots right so it's like going up for an interview but like why would you just say yeah let's just select them
0: let let me pose it to you like this let's say you're going up for an interview there's 20 of you there are 5 slots right immediately they could tell who the top 3 are yeah but there's two open slots now and what your hospital needs is 5 But the next two, they're not that qualified. They're not that great. Do you fill it or do you wait till next year and you're just down two people all the time?
1: No, but you have other people that are better than the duds, right?
0: No, no, no. What I'm saying is, so you, you started with 20. You needed five. You're down to your top 10, right? And you put them in order, number one through 10. The top three are definitely in there. The next two, there's a big gap between top three, like number three and number four. But they are still the next number four and number five. Do you hire them and and fully man yourself? Or do you say, no, we'll just be short-staffed? Because those two are not as good.
1: Okay. So, okay. I get that. And and so,
0: hold on, hold on. So, never having sat a board, but understanding that all this goes into manning of the Navy— Right, if you're saying you need 200 chiefs of whatever fucking rate you want to pick, right? And because the you know next year you plan on 300 separating and retiring or whatever, you know what I mean? And year groups and all this stuff, and you say, well, 150 are like the best qualified, and then the next 50, huh, like, okay. I mean, uh, you know, like they're they're kind of duds, but I mean, I guess like you know, like like are they like I I don't believe and again if you're out there listening then prove me wrong. Show me somewhere where the board did not select to the full quota.
1: So if that's the case, which okay, if we're saying that it's Manning, then it is then what is the Chiefs season for? You're ready you're there is no way that people would not know that that 20-year first class made Chief because he was 20 years, and they, they had to select him because, you know, he's number 57, and they needed 57, you know? So why not use that season to train him a little harder to be like, you know, you need to have what it takes, or just straight up, I don't know. In the military, you can say shit like that, right? Isn't that what the whole season does?
0: I cannot disclose to you the secrets of the season. (laughs) (laughs) No, but, all right, like.
1: So then that's. Everyone, so. That's the mentoring and training part. That's supposed to be your job, right?
0: Chad, I need backup. Gary, I need backup. I don't
1: understand. I don't understand. I don't get it. so.
0: Right. It's, it was one of those things like you won't ever fully understand because you will never be able to wear the shoes and walk in those shoes. Right. Again, the season does not make a chief.
1: No, it doesn't. Right. But you still use that time.
0: Can I go? My hand's raised. Can you call (laughs) on me, please? Okay. Yes. We use that time. Right. Every command uses that time differently. Every select applies their time throughout that time differently. Um you want to get back to the softer part. I'm sure you asked Chad who made it well before I did. His season was the last great season that there ever was. It was the last initiation before all the other bullshit. You know, when they changed everything whatever whatever as, you know, again, I've talked to your dad about it. Wow. <laughs> you know, would you say that like you know that was that was the hazing days back then you know um it just de- it depends on the sponsor what's the sponsor talking to them about um everyone involved the sponsor the the people that chair it are, are they identifying these people and kind of like singling them out as like hey you realize you made it on your last look or do you re- like you know what I mean they know no i'm not saying we don't know i'm saying singling out and applying specific training to that, or applying pressure to that point to say like, and then and then you with all of that, you ask yourself, is all of that right? Is it right to do the single amount and be like, hey yo, this is the one that made it.
1: but why do you have to do that? Why can't you just identify that all right, we got a little slugger here, <laughs> <A> little slugger,
0: <laughs> so, come on little
1: little slugger. so if you guys are brothers and sisters like you say you are. You would take the time, right, during the season to, isn't this what you said to bring them up? Be the disappointed daddy, right?
0: Say daddy again. You're stupid. All right, hope we got Chad in the chat. Uh, ch- Chad says, "I believe the season exposes your weaknesses to yourself and shows your strengths, but most importantly, it shows that the uh, what resources uh you now have available." Good textbook answer, Chad. Thanks. Come back again. Um, assuming all players. Are engaged the way it is intended. No, I mean, Chad's right right there, right? But I think we're getting to to a deeper point that to, – to your point, right? Like the duds. Like how do we find those duds and then how do we call them out and then give them like specific why training? Do they,
1: why do you guys have to call them out like that, though? Why not? So, like, why why would – I mean, it's just like what you said. Why would anybody – want to come to you about what they're having problems with. If all you're going to do is just kick them while they're already down.
0: Right. You would, I mean, I'm not saying kick them while they're down. I'm saying kick them so they can fall down. And then lift them back up.
1: And why can't this season, why does the season have to be different command by command? Like, how many commands are there in the Navy? There's so many. There's right?
0: actually one thousand two hundred and thirty nine. Okay, the so most you, recent one was the Naval Safety Command.
1: So you have one thousand two hundred and thirty nine ways of doing the season? Yes. That's stupid. <laughs> don't it, it don't sh- tread on me. It don't tread on me. <laughs> Don't tread on me, Chief <laughs> Smith. Okay, I'm not. I. She doesn't I, understand, y'all. Don't understand, brothers me. and sisters. But I just, I just want to know, like, why can't it be standard across the Navy? Because then, then you can't blame it on, well, what command did you come from? Oh, well, that's why. Because they're all a bunch of duds. It's like, it, it, it's like you know when you get like. New nurses that come in, right? They finish orientation, and then now they're orienting the new nurses. So it's just like you have the blind. You can tell the
0: ones that got their shit from the community college online, huh?
1: Yeah, like Grand Canyon University. (laughs) What are you talking about? Go Lopes. Y'all nurses need to work a little harder. Oh. I'm just saying. Come
0: on, Lopes up. Lopes up.
1: And I – it's like the blind leading the blind, right? So why would you – why would you let each command have their own way of doing things when if you had a standard or a way to do it that's like that's like standard across the board then the only person you have to blame is the standard not not like the individual chiefs from that command
0: I think um no matter what when you get into there's a standard right Unfortunately, when you have people applying the standard, um, the application of the standard does not get applied the same.
1: So why can't you guys do training before the season? Just like, you know how there's a bunch of fucking NKOs about like...
0: I think you should read the chief creed, wifey honey. But
1: and I'm then not see, a chief.
0: No, no, but it's explained in there. Some stuff so We'll go over it offline. I mean, like it's, it's 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 in there, right? There's no rank and file number in the chief creed, right? It says it. like You can't pull the book off the shelf and, and say, here, read this and you're a chief. It's, it's, it's more, and this is why I go back to it's not about the season. A lot of people think it is, right? You're focused in on the season, right? You don't understand why the season doesn't produce this because it cannot be reproduced or the quality cannot be made during the season, right? It has to be made throughout a career. And if you don't have the career that sets you up for the season, like you're polishing a turd, right? If you want to think of it as a big giant stone that's coming out of the gravel pit, right? And it's all just a rock of different oblong shapes and sizes. And you take that rock to the season... What's it going to look like after six weeks? A chipped up chiseled rock that doesn't look pretty, right? But if that rock was taken through a career of being worked on, and let's say it gets into the season in a somewhat of a square, right? Now during that season, what can I do to that square? I can polish it. I can make sure it's square. I can check the angles of it. You know, make sure it's perfect, right? And and, and and refine it to be a high-quality product after the six weeks. Maybe yes, maybe no. But everyone enters those that six weeks, that season, differently at different stages. Some with little to no shaping during their career. Some have very little career. Some have a long and tenured career where nothing was done, right? But no matter what, like they get in there and then it's just going to come out six weeks later of work, not finished, some finished and some not finished. You know what I mean? And it, I understand that it's, it's it's hard for you to understand that, right? Um, going back to everything we've talked about, right, because we need to start wrapping this up going on just past an hour and a half. It, it's I think as a spouse, it's hard for you to understand that because I bring some of this stuff home. I talk about, you know, work, things like that. And you sit there as my civilian wife, just thinking, like, what? like, I, I, I'm thinking in your head, like, you're probably thinking, why don't you just fire these motherfuckers? Why don't you just get rid of like, right? Like, because that's what you would do. No. Or not well, in my I, position, but as a civilian in your job, you'd be like, get off my team. You, you can't be here. You're fired. You're not good
1: enough. Yeah, but I know I know you can't just fire somebody. I, I, mean, I know you know that. But I, for manning purposes, you can't just gap a billet because you can't sure. work with this motherfucker Unless they're really, and bad. I was just joking about Grand Canyon University nurses. Just FYI, I go Lopes. I don't think that you guys are dumb. I'm just kidding. I was just
0: there's just that one that she knew.
1: <laughs> no, I was just saying that. But anyway, I I feel like most people use the six weeks of the season, and this is just my observation because I don't know and I don't understand. I'm just gonna reiterate that. <laughs> um They use the six weeks, they identify who's the weakest link, and then they don't fuck with you no more. To me, that's not the way to do things. Like, if you, I feel like that six weeks is to identify who do we need to spend a little more time on if they, if they welcome it, because you can tell like who will welcome it and who, who won't. Yeah. And then
0: that's a problem of itself, right? Right. Yeah
1: but are are they not welcoming it because you piss them off in a certain way because of the way you came at them in your leadership style?
0: Have they been pissed off their whole career
1: right but see, like I don't understand like when 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 I hear these things, it's just like, I personally don't like to spend ti that much time on them because you can you can gather like if they if they wanna be mentored if they if they wanna be shaped and helped or whatever it is, so like when I hear things as a Navy chief's wife, <laughs>
0: <laughs> yo, she bashed hard, but she loved to say it
1: i I still don't understand because, and I think mainly because my leadership style is totally different, like I would have handled things. Like I may sound like I just write people off quickly. I don't. I actually take time on people, but I don't let it I don't let it go into my personal time. If you're starting to cut in my personal time, I'm gonna get with you tomorrow. We could train tomorrow or on my next work day. You're not cutting into my personal time ever. But that's because I'm not active duty anymore because when you're active duty you don't have personal time. Like twenty four hours, you're you're it, chief. but at the same time, then what's the point of having an end of business day when you don't really have one?
0: No. No. Um. You know, I think it, you're right. There, there isn't right.
1: So but why do you guys still say that?
0: I don't, but everyone knows my close of business is at noon because then I'm going home to my family. You catch me after that. But it doesn't. It doesn't really. No, no, like no. It it really doesn't. Of course, like emergencies, anytime, right? Right. All that stuff, right? Yes. But what I'm saying is, like, if I'm not at my desk after a certain time, it could probably wait till tomorrow.
1: Right, and me as a civilian, I'd be like, really, don't call or text like after. Like, you, if you know I'm just coming off a night shift, do not call me until, like... Yeah, yeah, yeah. But that's what I'm saying, though, is, like, I don't understand why people think it's okay, even if you're active duty, to call somebody on their off time, especially when they're on leave, because that it's, happens a lot. To me? Are we going to uh, say that it's uh, never happened? Was that
0: a, was that a frog? I <laughs> <laughs> Well, okay, so let's let's start wrapping this up, right, babe? Because um, I know we you just keep going off on me. I feel like we need to go get some rubbies in or something. Okay, um, I need some wine. Uh, yeah, let's go. Uh, but but to, to to wrap up your point, Chad and Chad and Gary, if you're still there and if you got any last questions, get them in. Uh, anyone else in the chat too? Get them in. Um, what was my last point?
1: I sounded like a frog.
0: No, okay, you sounded like a frog. There, there is no closed business for a chief or for anyone active duty, right? But there is an end of the workday, right? Well, of you your time on board, of your time there, the phone is always available for emergencies or, or even sometimes not an emergency, but there's a situation, right? Um, and a lot of times spouses don't understand that. I know you do, right? You I understand don't. it. I don't. Oh, you don't?
1: No. Because if someone calls you on your off time for a personal, like a personal problem, to me it's just like they ain't got friends. To Maybe call they up. don't. They might. I not. mean, even if even if they don't, it's just like, fuck, man, we got we got shit going on at home too. You know what I mean? Like, so I don't understand because you have to drop everything that you're doing for this. One thing, and it's not a little thing. I I get it, but to me, it's just like, fuck, man. Like, there's no on board. Like, you can't call like the fucking OOD or so, or something. Like, no, someone that was so, who is on duty. Like, you can't call someone who's on duty, but you gotta call someone who's at home. Isn't but that, that just goes you,
0: back to we're always on duty. We're always available. We're the chief, right?
1: Yeah. No. But so.
0: It it doesn't matter, right? It doesn't matter. Like you, we got to answer those calls. Just like when you were on active duty, you had to answer the call, right? You've been there. You had to answer the call and you had to go do it, right?
1: Yeah, I'm it, get it does in trouble,
0: right? Well, I, I'm not saying I'm going to get in trouble, but also like part of it, it's the right thing to do, right? If you're that person that they're calling, like even if you weren't in the military. But it was, like, isn't it just the right thing to answer that call? Yeah. When someone is calling for you, you know what I mean? I'm I'm not
1: not saying that it's, I'm not saying that people shouldn't call you. What I'm saying is, like, to me, what's the point of having, like, people who are on duty on board if they're still calling people who are off duty?
0: Because you're you're mine. You're, yeah, that's, you're, you're my sailor. You're... My responsibility. I take accountability for you. That's why I'm your chief. See, right? That's
1: what I don't. I won't ever understand that. No, you won't. Because I always feel like there's a, there should be like a, bow, like, I always feel like there's a boundary.
0: There is. There is a boundary. But when it comes to personnel, it's a personnel matter. Right? And I think you kind of look at it as like, no, that's a personal Matter, whereas I look at it as like no, that's a personnel matter.
1: Oh yeah, I guess so.
0: You know what I mean? Yeah. And that's the difference. You're right. No, no. A, I'm looking at the E. <laughs> I can spell people. All right. So I mean, I let that's that's the I, I'd say that's like the best way to sum it up, right? Some people look at it as no, that's personal. I'm not just saying you. I'm just saying like there's chiefs out there that be like what. Why are you talking to me about it? that's personal? When, yeah, I'm when, not
1: saying like that's how you should handle it. I'm just trying to understand. And and so I'll, I'll wrap
0: I'll wrap it up with that, right? It's like to try to help understand, don't think of sailor issues as a personal issue. Think of them as personnel issues. And when it comes to your personnel, you have to be sure you're leading them no matter what time of the day, no matter what the issue. You know, I don't like saying taking care of, but that you're leading them to whatever resources and, and you know whatever it is that 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 is the issue, right at hand that you're there, and yeah, sometimes that personnel issue starts at dinner time, middle of the night. You know, you've been with me long enough where I've gotten the phone calls in the middle of the night about drunk sailors and this and that and shit. And even at that time, I was a fucking second class getting those calls, right? So it's like you know I was on duty. But it, it doesn't matter, right? So we got to look at it as personal versus personnel, and we take care of the personnel, right? Not the issue, the person.
1: Yeah, I just still have so many questions. Well,
0: let's go answer them over a drinky drink, okay? Um, uh, Chad, Gary, thanks for joining us in the chat. Um, appreciate you guys there. Uh, if you're listening to this uh, Tuesday morning, don't forget you could also hop over to the YouTube channel. Uh, and watch the video of it. And don't oh. roast
1: me. I just don't understand.
0: Yeah, don't roast her, don't yo. Don't
1: tread
0: on me. Don't tread on her. <laughs> I don't even know if she knows what that means, y'all. But uh, it was cute. I liked it. So, you know, um, again, thanks for joining us. Episode some, 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 78, 79-ish or something. I forget. I don't know. When i be doing them live, I kind of fall off track. 78, I think. Uh, again, it's on the YouTube. Uh, go ahead and go get, get, get. him. <laughs> get over to the YouTube subscribe turn on notifications because sometimes we go live at who knows what time of the night when the kids are asleep or something and you want to be sure that you're notified when we're live that way you could come join us in the chat and uh you know join the conversation as it's being uh being talked about live right so thank you everybody and we oh no you know we gotta hit this one for more information on how you can support the podcast, please visit us at anchor.fm backslash Bravo Zulu Podcast. The information, views, and opinions expressed are in this podcast are solely of Joshua Moore and his guests. And do not necessarily represent the DOD, DON, or those of the respected institutions or organizations. Thanks for joining us.